Hey everyone, today we're gonna to be talking about money, time, and passion. What do those things exactly mean? What are your priorities? And why some people never move from one stage to the next to finally reach their goals and reach their passion. So make sure you stay tuned. Lady bosses, are you working even after putting the kids to bed but still not getting results? Are you tired of spending money on ads that aren't getting engagement? Do you feel burdened that you aren't fulfilling your purpose in life because you are so consumed with work? I'm your host. Brooke Boltz. I'm an attorney and founder of Boltz Legal. I started my business and in one year was bringing in seven figures and am now bringing in multi-seven figures. And I'm your co-host, Rachel Boltz, owner of Boltz Media. I've helped many businesses build their online presence and increase their revenue through digital marketing. Want to hear how we did it? We are here to help you achieve your goals personally, professionally, and spiritually. So kick off your high heels sit back and let's ignite that passion we're miss biz where we're putting the miss in biz let's get biz done money don't grow on trees and time flies where are we on that continuum of money time and passion and where do we want to be so let's talk about those terms and what they mean for the purposes of our discussion today. Rachel, tell us about the money category. So money is the very first category that we start off at. Money is something that we absolutely need to live. You need money to pay your bills. You need money to feed your family. You need money to survive. So we all start off in this money category where we need to continue to make a certain amount so that we're happy with where we are. So you, if you don't have enough of it, then money is going to be your type your top priority yes and unfortunately many of us live in the money category the entirety of our lives um, because well, most people frankly never get to that place where they have the money they need and want and so that is always um, a consuming factor in their life is I need to make money um, and frankly, most people live in this category at most times. So if we were in a room full of people and I asked them to raise their hand, which category are you in, money, time, and passion, most people in the room would raise their hand and, and be in the money category. So how does someone know if the money category is where they currently are existing? If you are willing to work 10 hours more a week to make more money, um, that is how you know you are in the money category. Um, and really it's until you reach that financial freedom um, that you're able to get out of that money category. And what you find as an entrepreneur and a business owner is that at some point, uh, hopefully you get to the place where you have all the money you need. Um, you can live the lifestyle that you always hope to live. And now you think, now what? 
I have the money. I've been fo I've been so focused on it for so many years. I've now reached those goals. Even though you may have set new, higher goals for yourself, you've at least reached that place where you don't have to be worried about money. And once you reach that place, um, the next category on the continuum is time. Uh, time is where we naturally progress to because once we have money, now we want to get our time back. We want to be able to enjoy the money that we've um, acquired and we want to um, relax and recoup and rejuvenate from all the hard work that has been put in over so many years. So the test of whether you are in the time category is number one, do you have the money that you need that you are not worried? Um, at all about making ends meet and that you can go on whatever vacation you want to whenever you want to wherever you want to and don't have to be concerned how much it costs or whether you'll be able to pay your bills another test is whether if someone offered you to pay you more money to work more hours what would your answer be if your answer is yes, I would work more hours to make more money, then you're not truly in the time category, you're back in the money category. But if you're at a place where it doesn't matter how much someone offered you to work more hours, your answer would be no, then time may be the category that you're in. This is not the kind of time though that is spent pursuing a passion. If you are thinking to yourself, yes, I want more time because I wanna pursue these other things in life that I'm passionate about, then, then you probably are in the third category, which is passion. Um, people who are in the time category are here purely for the sake of relaxation, vegging out, just really rejuvenating yourself um, and and for that reason people don't often stay in the time category uh, for long periods of time it usually is a stepping stone um, to get to the third category and what's the third category the third category is passion this is your highest priority in life this is your purpose and fulfilling that purpose in your life um, this is where you get the most satisfaction out of doing things so it could be um, serving in a ministry or it could be um, going on these big like backpacking in Europe trips it could be something that you're extremely passionate about serving the homeless um, and that you find the most fulfillment in so that is the passion category it could be just you know raising your children um, you know when we're focused in the money category so often um, our time with our children suffers uh, and and if if your passion is that once you have all the money that you need um, then then you really want to be present for your children you want to be the PTA mom you want to maybe homeschool you want to um, just be there to be active in your children's life every day and in every way you can that may be what your passion is and that is a very worthwhile passion whatever it may be um, passion is for or should be especially as Christians where we hope to 
to reach. Um, and unfortunately, many people in life never do because if you're working a day job, um, being paid an hourly wage or a salary, even even if it's a high wage. I was a, a, a partner at a law firm making a multi-six-figure salary, and I was living paycheck to paycheck. Um, if, if something were to happen where I missed a paycheck, I had very, very little savings to fall back on, and within a month or two, I would have been bankrupt. Um, I don't even think I would have lasted a month or two, honestly. Um, I, I had so little savings. So, you know, sometimes as an employee, you can work your way up and reach that, um, reach the, the time and passion levels, but uh, for me, I never could. I just, I could never get to a place where I could truly pursue my passions uh, or even have any time to myself because I was just running in that wheel of, of trying to make money and trying to make ends meet and support my family. And how you know that you're in the passion stage is when you're putting all of your time, all of your talents, and all of your treasure into filling that specific purpose. So, you know, that's kind of the definition of the three categories. And so before we kind of start telling our personal stories and where we are in this continuum, um, take a moment to ask yourself, where do I fall in these three categories. Are you still in that place where you haven't reached your a comfort level or financial freedom and so you're in, in the money category? And if so, you're, you're like most of us and it's okay, but we wanna be aware of it and we want to recognize that that is our priority now, but also create a roadmap and for, for how we can move past it, because ultimately to have fulfilling lives and to stand before our maker and, and hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, we want to have reached that level of passion where we have fulfilled what we feel we were placed on this earth to do. Absolutely. And time flies, you know, like Brooke had mentioned earlier, time flies. And the best way to live life is knowing that you are following God's will for you um, and making sure that you're using the tools that he gave you to and using the Bible as a guide to get through life and to really get to where your your sole purpose that he created you for is being fulfilled. Absolutely. And so let's talk now a little bit more about passion, because I know for me, there was a time period where I didn't really know or understand what my bigger purpose in life was. Um, I remember, especially when my business started to do well, that I felt this sense of guilt and responsibility that, God, you're blessing me, but I feel like you want more from me, that you're blessing me for a purpose, and I don't know what that is. Um, I felt like, um, you know, 
I just didn't know. And I was, I was kind of like, I'm, I'm, I don't think that God just wants me to be stockpiling money in the bank. Like, I don't think that's what his bigger goal for me is, but I didn't know what it was. And so if you happen to be in a place of time where you have that time available to you, um, and maybe you're there because you were like me and you didn't know what your higher purpose was, then there's ways to spend that time to help you find that purpose. Um, what are some ways that you could spend your time to help give you some guidance? So definitely investing your time into meditating on the Word of God, um, praying, asking God to give you direction and to lead you and to let you know where He is calling you. You know, God gives us so many talents and, and gifts that we can use, but it's really where God leads you is where you need to go, you know, and just like he did with Ruth, you know, God doesn't always call the equipped. He equips the called. So I believe that really spending time in God's word, praying and meditating, that's where you're going to truly understand, you know, where he's calling you to go. And sometimes I know for me, I would spend that time and not still have a clear direction. And so my prayer to God was, look, I don't know what you're wanting me to do, but until I do, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because you're blessing it and it's working. And, and I don't feel like I've reached my highest level of purpose, but until you open some doors and give me that um, peace to walk through those doors, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And, and, and that's okay too. You may spend that time and pray and ask and, and not hear a clear answer. And it may take a while, but, um, you know, I have faith that when the time is right, that he'll reveal to you what that higher purpose is. So for me, um, you know, my highest purpose and passion in life is unifying Christians. Um, I was a pastor's daughter. I've told this story before. And so I've got a, a insider's view of church life and in the pastoral life. And what I learned from that experience um, is tremendous, mostly positive things. But I also learned that Christians are divided and I, I saw in my own self that as a teenager, when my friends would say, hey, I'm going to this other church down the road, that I felt myself feeling um, resentful or betrayed or, you know, that, that they were choosing to go somewhere else on Sunday morning, then come to my church. And I knew that that wasn't a godly feeling, but it was a natural feeling for me. And I felt that, you know, I, I didn't like having that feeling. And that memory has stuck with me into adulthood that the division we have from church to church, um, I don't feel is is allowing us to 
to reach the purpose and uh, that God has for us as Christians. Um, we are in a weakened state because we are so divided. When life has to stress, Miss Biz has your back. Mom hack. Today's mom hack is all about making sure that you have enough air pressure in your tires. On the side of the driver door panel, it will show you the PSI level to put in your tire. And if you need air for your tires, Wawa has free air and you can set it to the exact amount of air that you need per tire. But be advised that at Wawa, they also have an option to remove air from your tires as well. So don't be like me and take all the air out of your tires. Knowledge is power. What's PSI? I have no idea. <laughs> Pressure Mom. something indicator? Pressure sensor indicator. Is that what it is? It might be. Sounds good to me. Let us know. You know we're all about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case. At Volts Legal, we are all about your case. Text or call to schedule a free consultation for all your legal needs. VoltsLegal.com. Um even within churches, Rachel was telling me earlier, there's division. Um, do you want to share yeah, your experience there? Absolutely. I've seen in churches that I belong to where if you didn't go to Sunday school that morning, or if you didn't go to Sunday school in general, people would treat you differently than they would treat the people that went to Sunday school. Or if you had missed a couple of Sundays, they would treat you differently and they wouldn't come up and talk to you. And in reality, like those are the people that need to be reached out to the most because obviously something's going on if they're missing church. So there is not only division amongst different churches, but there's also division within the church and whenever that division occurs that is where it's really easy for evil to come in and to try to divide and conquer and those people who may talk to you differently or look at you differently for not going to Sunday school it may not be because they're judging you as being less of a Christian it may be because they have a leadership role and it they take it personally when someone's not there just like how I felt as a teenager, if you didn't come, then you weren't supporting, um, you know, my church and what I was into and, and where I attended. And so it, it, it made me feel bad and, and felt rejected. And, and that may be the root of it. And we're not here to really bash churches whatsoever. Like I attend a church. I know you attend church. Like church has a valuable place, but it's not the ultimate calling that I believe God has for Christians. I believe that he has a bigger purpose for us where we are unified church. All the churches are unified. Um, and it's hard to be unified when you are concerned with how many people are attending your church 
versus someone else's church. And you, in leadership in a, in a church, you have to be concerned with that. If people aren't coming and sitting in the seats, then you're not going to stay in that pastoral position for long. So you have to be concerned with money as well. You have to make sure that the lights are on, that the bills are paid, that the staff um, is paid. And so you have these other concerns that are inherent in running a church. Um, and sometimes that that detracts from a nether goal, which should be unifying all Christians, not just building our own church body. Because you know, there's strength in numbers. I don't think anyone would dispute that. And what any one church can do pales in comparison to what every Christian in the city can do. In my church, or my city, for example, and it's not a, not a big city, I looked it up one time, there's 52 churches here, um, which I'm sure represent thousands of Christians in the community. And if those if those thousands of Christians could continue serving in their churches as they are, but also have an avenue to come together and do something bigger than just what the mission of the church is, how much more influential could we be in our cities and in our regions and in our country? Yeah, and, and not even just in terms of the number of people that can come together, but also the strength of the bond that's created. Um, that is absolutely important to being unified, is really being having that relationship there. Um, you know, there's power when we all come together and we all pray. There's power when we all worship together. There's power when um, we lend a helping hand to one another and we really become that community that God had intended for us to be. So when I realized that that was my higher calling and my my purpose, I um, the Lord gave me the idea of starting a Facebook group called Jesus Tribe. And so I created three Jesus tribes, one for the three counties that are closest to me. I live in Seminole County, Florida. So I created Jesus tribe, Seminole County, Jesus tribe, Jesus tribe, Volusia County and Jesus tribe, Orange County. And the purpose of those Facebook groups was really just for Christians to come together in, in those counties so that they could, um, build each other up and be in communication with each other and, you know, even something as simple as share prayer requests with each other, um, just have a place that they could be connected outside of just their local church body. Um, and so I created those, those Facebook groups. And at the time I created them, I was in a place of passion in my own personal walk. Um, I had gotten to a place where my business was doing very well. I didn't have to be concerned about paying bills. And as I described earlier, I didn't have to worry about money whatsoever. Um, and then I, I don't know that I ever really went to the time category. Uh, I can't remember ever even for more than one day having a time where I just really spent time relaxing or, or doing nothing um, outside of maybe a short vacation but even those are usually have you know work 
intertwined with them as well. Um, so I think I kind of skipped over the time uh, straight to passion. And, and I started, you know, focusing on the Jesus tribe passion. I, I made a video. I created the, the pages and started trying to build those pages. And then, you know, I've, I've, I've talked about this in other episodes where the laws in Florida started to change and all of a sudden my business was, was in jeopardy. Um, the money was, was looking like things were going to be going downhill. And so I quickly jumped right back into that money category where it's, you know, back in the sink or swim, um, survivor mentality of I've got to, I got to get things back in order. And since that time, the Jesus tribe, Facebook pages have kind of just been stagnant. Um, I haven't really been able to build those any, any more, um, and I, but they're still there and I still hope and plan to be able to get back to that. But, you know, in all candor, that's not where I am right now because I have to make ends meet. I have to get the money back in place. And, and I still, you know, maybe put a little bit of effort into the Jesus tribe pages, but, um, it's certainly not my highest priority right now, even though. I wish it were and and I am and I plan to follow my own advice that I'm sharing with you which is to create a roadmap on how to get back there. So you led directly to the next question that I was going to ask. So sometimes that happens where we'll be in our passion and then we will have to go back to another category and essentially kind of not necessarily start over, but restart the process to getting to the next category. So if you are in this money category, what are the different steps or questions that you should ask yourself or plans or um, goals that you should make to then get out of that category and onto the next? Well, one that comes to mind is looking at, um, you know, what is the most efficient way to get the money coming back in? And we, we talked about this in an episode recently where if you can find what we called a golden goose someone who can refer you repeat business, then you'll be able to grow quicker than finding a golden egg, which is your ideal client one at a time. So, you know, the, the, in my experience, the quickest way I've been able to grow is just really focusing on finding those golden geese and you're finding one and then finding another and finding another. And once you have a handful of them, you are fairly secure because you'll be getting enough repeat business from those handful of golden geese that the worry aspect goes away and your mindset becomes more growth minded than um than you know survival minded i think another aspect to consider is what 
what money generating activities are bringing you the most return on investment um, and really focusing on those but then also doing like uh, analysis to see what potential services or products could you be you know in incorporating into your business that you already have that could generate you even more money um, so for example when I started my digital marketing company I was only performing a couple of services but then I realized that there was a need for this there was a need for Google Ads like I had mentioned and by incorporating these different services that I didn't in initially have in my business plan I was able to quadruple my income because I was willing to adapt and make the changes in order to increase my revenue so I wanted to talk about this episode early in our, our podcast history because the focus of our podcast is really on the money category, right? Each episode is going to be teaching you ways that you can increase your money so that you can, you know, move beyond it. But I, I wanted to clarify that, that we aren't here to just earn money for the sake of it, right? We're not just trying to um, stockpile money in the bank. We are, we have a bigger purpose and, and we want to help you to get to that passion in your life, to get to that higher calling and purpose. And that is why we are focusing on building your business and, and building your earnings is because we don't want you to be stuck in that trap of trying to pay bills. I wrote a song one time that was, I don't want my tombstone to read, she paid her bills on time. Right. I don't I don't want the thing that I'm remembered for is she paid her bills. Good job. Right. I want to be remembered for making a bigger difference in the world. And but but I know that that is so difficult to ever get past. So we focused our podcast on helping you to earn money not because money is the goal, but because your higher passion is the goal. And we want to help you get to that. But we know that money is necessary in life. And if you can't ever make enough money, then you can't ever truly and fully focus on what you're passionate about. So hopefully this has been helpful for you today. Um, we are here to support you. And um, we look forward to connecting with you in the future as we grow together and continue on this continuum um, towards fulfilling our passions in life. We appreciate you and are honored to be on this journey with you. We can't wait to help you, to encourage you, and show you how to grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. If you found Miss Biz helpful, please leave a review and share with others. You can follow us on social media at Miss Biz Podcast. For legal questions or services, please visit boltslegal.com. And for digital marketing needs, please visit boltsmedia.com. Let's get biz done.